My new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, is out. You can get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what Nicholas said on March 6th on Amazon. Incredibly incisive, useful, and sensible. The author is not greedy and is, in fact, extremely generous and does not hold back on the knowledge he imparts. I've barely made it halfway to the book, and I'm already gushing over the book because it's an absolute gem. Nathan gets to the point quick, shows proof, and best of all, shows you not just what to do, but how to do it in explicit detail. To say the book is actionable is an understatement. Now, you guys that listen to the podcast know I'm detail-oriented, so that review might not surprise you, but I hope you grab the book. It's now a Wall Street Journal instant national bestseller. Grab it at capitalistbook.com. Audible version is available too. He quit his job many years ago, 2014 timeframe, then went in for two job interviews. It turned up, ended up turning those two job interviews into sales of his new product that he just put together last week in over a hackathon. Launched the company in 2015, Sorry as a service. It helps you send gifts at scale to your customers. Keep them happy, keep them longer. They now have 11 customers paying about 1300 bucks a month, doing about 14 grand just in software revenue. They also make a five to 10% margin on the actual products they sell or the products they ship to customers who pay them. They've raised 250 grand just from two accelerators to date, burning out seven grand per uh, month as they look to scale. Again, that depends on volume in any given month with their team of eight in Estonia. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Indrek Poldvi. Before start, startup worked in sales almost for 10 years in Estonia, lived in India for 12 months, and then in Nepal for six months. In 2015, he was one of the founders of a company called Sorry as a Service, which we'll focus on today. In 2016, he went to Startup Wise Guys Accelerator in Estonia, in Estonia, and then in 2016, went to the Techstars London Accelerator. He sent over 70,000 gifts to date on behalf of companies you may have heard of. His biggest customers are British Telecom, DPD UK, TransferWise, along with many others. In 2017, he started his own podcast in Estonia. Indrek, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, hello, and uh, great to be with you guys. All right, so real quick, uh, tell us the name of your podcast, then we'll jump into your company. So the podcast is in Estonian language, so unfortunately, a lot of people cannot uh, understand it, but its name is Hakkame Tegutsam, it means just start doing something. I love that, just start doing something. So speaking of just start doing something, you started Sorry as a service. Tell us what the company does and how do you make money? Yeah, so Sorry's service uh, was founded with uh, four founders, and uh, one of the founders was ex-transferwise worker. And the thing that they saw is like uh, people or companies really don't know how to deal with the company complaints uh, in a really personalized manner. Everything is automated, or everything is uh, uh, we give vouchers and gifts. And we thought, guys, let's let's change that a little bit. And uh, we pro- we made a software that companies like uh, you mentioned in the beginning, TPD. Uh, and British uh, Telco, that they can send uh, personalized gifts uh, by just pushing a button. And we provide the software, and all the gifts that we are sending are handmade. 
So this is how we differentiate from other gift providers. Is like we send cookies, handwritten notes, uh, chocolates, and uh, cookies and chocolates, they have the customer name written on them. Mm-hmm. And all the items that uh, mostly we send have also a handwritten note with including with it. And what's and your model? How, really how, do you, how do you get paid? Is it, is it a SaaS service or is it pay-as-you-go or what? Yeah, so it's a SaaS model and we, we like to work with bigger companies and we also have uh, small margins on the items that we ship out. Okay. So there's uh, two revenue streams. Okay. On this, I imagine the SaaS model revenue makes you more than the margin model, right? Uh, it's also sometimes actually because the volumes are so high, like uh, we are sending like uh, four or 500 items per day. So sometimes uh, these actually margins are pretty, pretty interesting there. Interesting. Okay. So what are people paying you on the SaaS side of things on average? So it depends on the company size, if it's uh, bigger or smaller. So right now we are focusing uh, on API integrations that we like to automate as much as possible. And uh, it's starting from thousand uh, pounds a month. So okay. to say. So a thou- is that, is that, would you say that's a fair average a thousand pounds a month? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it depends on the customization also what the customers want right now, like, uh, because our API can integrate with any uh, web-based CRM. And uh, with uh, uh, DPD UK, we have been integrated with Salesforce, for example. Yeah. And we can do a lot of custom features there. So it's really interesting. So a thousand kind of pounds, or which is about 1300 uh, United States dollars today, that's average customers uh, pay per month. That's just the SaaS side of thing. Then you have the margin side of things as well. Give us more of the backstory here. What year did you launch the company in? So we got together in 2015 and we actually, our company was started in a hackathon. So all the founders, all the four founders that, uh, uh, well, actually there were seven in the beginning. We were in a hackathon, we had the idea and uh, none of us knew each other before. So all of like pretty much random people and we got the idea and it took about uh, five months after the hackathons when we registered the company and we we had the proof of concept and the proof of concept that uh, we had was, uh, uh, pretty much me in an Excel uh, file and a car that I went uh, just hustling. Uh, I had actually left my job and I had two job interviews. And Wait, why, I, did, why, did you, job, why did you leave your job? Because before the hackathon, I, I, I realized I didn't like the job I was doing. Like uh, I was working in a small uh, company and uh, in an accounting company and I was a sales guy and uh, I wasn't really good, but it was not really exciting. How much, I, how much were you making? Last... How much, how much money did you give up when you quit? Oh, uh, in Estonia, I don't know, not, not much. It's average, like a thousand, thousand, two hundred uh, euros a month. That's average salary in Estonia. Got it. That's about 1800 us dollars. So you quit that you're going to job interviews, then what? So when uh, the job interviews happened uh, after the hackathon and then on job interviews, I realized that these jobs that I'm applying, they don't get me ex- excited as the sorry, as a service uh, that we did in a weekend. Yeah. We saw the hackathon was 48 hours. Yeah. And in the 48 hours we have, we needed to build from idea to, uh, to our first MVP. And then we actually won the hackathon and we got really, really excited about it. And uh, so, it, so what uh, was, what was total revenue in that first year, 2015? Oh, 2015. Oh, a couple of hundred uh, euros. Okay, so not, like, not a ton. Only, only, only three, uh, three months we, we launched it. It was in October 2015. Okay. Uh, but it, it, it took us, uh, it took me, the jo- I had two job interviews, which I turned into customers. Oh, that's Because funny. in the end of the job, 
job interview, I realized like, ah, oh, damn, this is not very passionate. And I told them, hey, okay, I, uh, this job is interesting, but I, ha I was in a hackathon and uh, let me know what you think of this idea that we're doing. And these uh, people who uh, I had the job interview, they said, okay, uh, let's try this. And there, you, then, there you guys have it. There's uh, your hack to get your first yeah. two customers just going through their job portals on their website. And then when you're in the interview, pitch them on your product and ask for their feedback, right? Yeah. All right. That's, that's exactly what happened. So would you, would you, would you scale revenue? Would you scale then to in 2016 in total revenue? So 2060, we got into the accelerators. So again, we were all first time founders. Uh, we were, we got into the startup wise guys. We got the first investments and then we got into tech stars. We got the second investment. And then I think our total revenue in 2016 was uh, 150 to 200K. That's healthy. And how much did you raise to have you raised today in total? Oh, we only took money from the accelerators. We actually didn't take any outside investment. So, so how much? It was funny because uh, 250. Total, okay. Uh, yeah, total. And it was funny because we were in Textiles London. We had the biggest team, but the lowest uh, burn rate. <laughs> What's... So the thing is, we are, we are, we are Estonian. So we try to make everything quite cheaply. We're like, but with the high quality. That's so good. We, we were living in dorms and, and we really, really... Uh, looked after our um, burn rate because our CEO is uh, really, really uh, crazy about that. Who, like, so who are you? Are, are, so are, you're one of the founders, but you're not the CEO? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm focused on sales. And what's the team size today? Team size today is uh, eight people. Eight people. And what's burn? Yeah. So burn rate, uh, well, it's like uh, now it's 20K. A okay. Month. That's net or gross? That's gross. Okay, gross. Got it. So, 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 what would net? Are, are you breaking even, or is your net your net burning still? Yeah. So we are breaking even. So, so it depends okay. on the month. So that that's that's where it, the the volume comes into into play. Where we are when we are shipping more items, then uh, we get the break even. If we send less items, then uh, we are so so. Got it. So your total expenses in a given month is about 20 grand, right? Depending on what your sales are, will determine if you're going to break even that month. And a lot of that comes down to volume and the margin you make. Exactly. 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 Interesting. And how many customers are you serving today? So right now the, we are focusing on uh, enterprise customers. So the problem with them is the sales cycle is quite, quite long. Like, how many today? Uh, 12 months. How many so are you working with today? Today we have uh, uh, 11 customers. 11. And how do you deal with, I mean, imagine gift giving can be very seasonal or cyclical. How do you, de how do you try and sell these people a monthly recurring product when they'll say, Indrik, we only want to use this during the holiday season and then we want to turn it off. So the thing is what, what we try is uh, that's why we're making the software is we want this to be continuously. For example, uh, I, I know that our company, Missouri as a service, which is short for SaaS and, uh, it's a pun of that, but uh, most uh, half of the gifts that we are sending is uh, loyalty. Thank you. For example, if uh, if you're a bank and the customer takes the first loan, then we automatically send them a gift. Thank you for trusting us with a handwritten note for taking this first loan. Or or right now, DPD is using us when something goes wrong. Or British Telecom sends like when uh, the customer buys, uh, for example, extending the contract for another two years of their uh, cable service. They send thank you flowers. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you for doing this. And this is a huge, huge model. And there are so many people you need to thank and you need to keep your customers happy. And it's not like you're sending a, a, cust not a regular customer or a regular t-shirt or something that is not customized. It does personal. 
So what's and the, ch- what's the challenge? I mean, why aren't more people then sticking with you? have 11 customers today. Why don't you have more? So the problem is uh, we are nice to have product right now that we haven't marketed ourselves uh, better. And because also we have limited funds and uh, we, we haven't showed that the pain is big enough and uh, we need help with that a little bit. But yeah. we have seen amazing, amazing numbers, actually, that what our gifts can do. Yeah, I mean, it, that's exactly right. Like with your business, it's a nice to have like any CMO would say, yeah, we would love to do that. It feels like the right thing to do if we have the budget. But when push comes to shove, we're going to cut it unless you can prove that this cohort of customers that you gave a gift to last year, you know, they expanded their revenue by 20 percent more than the cohort that you didn't give a gift to. But you don't have data like that yet. Uh, now we have some uh, some results with uh, British Telecom where we have and uh, some other customers where we have actually shown that our ROI is 2.6 times higher than uh, normally you give vouchers and, and other things. So it makes more money. Interesting. And uh, actually, yeah. What what is what does it cost you to acquire one of these customers? Oh yeah, that's that's a hard number to put because again, I told you the sales cycles are eight to twelve months, and and uh, not putting our own uh, working hours because in a startup you don't count your own hours because you're working for passion and 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 well, then it's pay, really really hard. Do you pay yourself? Yeah, now we started in the beginning. The, again, that's why our burn rate was so low because yeah. the <laughs> salaries were well, quite so minimal. So you you pay yourself, and are you the only salesperson? Uh, we have other also, we have partners that we are working with, but they are more mostly consultants and we pay them when they get a new customer. And what percent do you pay them? Uh, it depends on the deal. So okay. it really depends on the deal. Yeah. But what's uh, is it enterprise? Is it small? What's the most that you'd pay them for like 10% or 30% or what? Uh, it's uh, 20, 25. It, uh, and also then we, we have like different schemes because we pay also for the one is for the software and one is for the item. So the item margins, uh, that also varies because it depends on the volume. Sure, But yeah. the software, we know exactly. Yeah, so on the software, if someone's signing up for 1300 bucks a month, um, are you paying that that channel partner 20% just on the first month revenue or for every month after as well? So we have a timeline. Uh, we normally do like uh, four to six month pilots to prove that this uh, really works. And if they sign on, then we pay for another uh, longer period. Okay. Uh, so we like we like them to keep also like uh, generate a passive income for them. Yeah. So generally speaking, you'll pay you'll pay these folks about twenty percent of uh, monthly revenue. But is that does that go on in perpetuity forever, or is it just the first year? Uh, right now, just the first year, and uh, because we take over the customer talkings and and upselling. Got it. So if the first, if the customers are paying on average 1300 bucks a month, that's $15,000 per year. You're paying the person that gave you that business about $3,000. Is that accurate? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And we're uh, talking averages. Again, like every, yeah. It, we're talking about average and also like everything can be uh, negotiated and, and see if they, they have really good rep, uh, uh, relationship with these companies, then we keep on. And if they upsell themselves, they don't want to give the customer for for all the details, then again, like there's many, many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that makes sense. So tell me about your churn. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's also something that we are, we are looking on because we are focused on the customer who are actually buying from us uh, every, every day or every month. So we have actually huge churn, but it's because you mentioned like they want to only use us in holiday or just once a month. 
and we actually don't like to work with these companies because they don't give us steady steady volumes and uh, because uh, all the items we are shipping it's handmade our bakers also need some kind of minimum volume so it's really hard to predict like if uh, if i need like in two weeks i need five thousand items it's, it's very hard to predict these things but right now if a company makes every every day like four or five hundred items we can uh, predict that for the next two months or so so it's much easier for us to work with suppliers yeah but that's like amazon saying everyone on, that only uses us on black friday but pays us prime annually we don't want them because they only use us once a year all right you, they they actually do use you consistently it's just the it's consistently on an annual basis not a monthly basis yeah. so you exactly. why, why exactly. can't but, you change your like supply chains and stuff to to match that you know that pattern exists we know it exists but we don't know the volumes so it's random volumes for them also. They want to say maybe we start with 200 and uh, something else next time. And it's really difficult for us because we need to focus because we're still a, a startup and in a really small one. So we need to need to focus on where we can get the most revenues, the fastest and uh, steady income. Yep. On the but, SaaS uh, but the holiday ones are really, really, really interesting. Um, because you have, you're dealing with physical products here, even when someone pays you on a SaaS multiple, you're having to pay for the letter to get shipped and all that. I mean, what's your gross margin? Is it, does it, is it like 50, 60% or is it like typical SaaS companies at 80 or 90%? No, it's not that much. So for the software, it's different, but for the items, it's definitely not that much because it's, again, it's a physical product. Okay, so what do I get if I just pay for the software? So for the software, you, you get the access to our API, and the API you can um, integrate with your CRM, and you can actually start uh, uh, making the gift giving and everything uh, much faster. Much, yeah, but there's uh, like no, just my point is that there's no value to just having the software. You'd only buy the software as you off, if you also used gifts. Yes. Yes. So, that's so what's your blended gross margin across the across the both the software and the product side? Do you know? Oh, that's that's uh, no, I don't know. Okay, all right. But it, my point is, it, you have other you have costs that most software companies don't have because you are dealing with f- shipping physical product. Yeah. No, but the thing is, like, we don't ship anything ourselves. Everything is shipped by suppliers. So we don't have a warehouse. We don't have anything. We are just the connector of connecting the sure, small but, but who, who pays the supplier? Yeah, so we pay the supplier. So we pay for the items, that, uh, but uh, that's already in the price. They calculate the price and they give it for us. For example, for if we want to send out a handwritten note, this price is uh, for the suppliers, and then we add our margin, yes. But uh, the margins go, da- go down when there are bigger volumes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what your margin is probably like 5%, 10% on an item? Yeah, yeah. 5 10 15 depends how much we get. Interesting. Um, if Salesforce came and offered you, you know, 400 grand to sell the company to them would you sell uh depending on the terms and uh it will be really interesting discussion and uh, we are all open to these kinds of partnerships all right and let's wrap up here with the famous five number one what's your favorite business book uh how to make friends and influence them by number two is there a ceo you're following or studying right now oh there are so many uh name one in estonia one in estonia Ah, that's a good one. Let me think. Uh, he's not a CEO, but uh, well, the thing is, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I I can give you a podcast I follow. Sure, name one if that's it. So, Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income. Good. Number three. What's your favorite online tool for building your business? Oh, using Gmail and all the plugins Gmail offers. It's amazing sales tools. No. There are so many of them. 
Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, seven, eight. Okay, and what's your situation? Sleep is very, very important. What's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I'm single and I have kids. Okay, how many kiddos? I have one and she's uh, seven years old and going to school in fall. Oh, wow. Okay, and how old are you? I'm 36. All right, Endrick, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Start faster <laughs> and don't worry about uh, and don't worry what happens. Just go with the flow. Guys, there you have it. Start faster. He quit his job many years ago, 2014 time frame. Then went in for two job interviews. It turned up, ended up turning those two job interviews into sales of his new product that he just put together last week and over a hackathon. Launched the company in 2015. Sorry, as a service, it helps you send gifts at scale to your customers. Keep them happy. Keep them longer. They now have 11 customers paying about 1,300 bucks a month, doing about 14 grand just in software revenue. They also make a five to 10 percent margin on the actual products they sell or the products they ship to customers who pay them. They've raised 250 grand just from two accelerators to date, burning out seven grand per uh, month as they look to scale. Again, that depends on volume in any given month with their team of eight in Estonia. Indrik, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Yeah, thank you, Nathan, for this uh, opportunity.